welcome to the Hackney Church Podcast. Our vision is to bring hope to the heart of Hackney. To connect in, visit us online at hackney.church or follow us on Instagram at hackney.church. Enjoy. Good morning. It's great to see you. If I've not met yet, uh, yet met you, my name is Al, and uh, I would love to have a chance to say hello. If you're new, come and find me at the end. We'll help you connect in, and it's a real privilege to have you here. We're excited to have our youth in this morning. Can we give it up for them? I echo Naomi's comment. I mean, they get Capri Sun and Haribo. It's like the whole, like, this is like the perfect way to do church, right? Someone brings you Capri Sun. It's going to be an amazing Sunday. I'm really excited about today. As you can see, this is not business as usual. Today, we are having a family meeting across Sunday where we're launching something called the I'm In campaign. And simply, it's this, that that we believe this is a season as a church when it's time to say, I'm in. You know, how many of us know that good things happen in life when you say, I'm in? Maybe it's a friend of yours who texts you and says, I'm going to go to this this great thing at the weekend. Do you want to come? And you say, I'm in. And then you have a great time. Or maybe that person who asked you out on a date and you thought, well, really, shall I? And you thought, okay, I'll give it a go. I'm in. Here you are, 50 years later, sitting side by side in church. Or maybe that, that, that moment you thought, I'm going to do that career change or that course at university, or I'm going to go... I'm in to that opportunity. And you look back and you think, wow, that has meant I've grown. I've been stretched. It's been a source of blessing in my life. Three examples, thinking back over my story. The first is on the 7th of May, 1995, the day I said, I'm in to Jesus, the best decision I've ever made. The 2nd of February, 2002, the day that Liv and I got married. We were 24 years old, madly in love. We stood at the front of church, me in my best suit, terrified, live in a white dress, looking stunning. And we knew that love meant saying, I'm in. 26th of September, 2016, the day I was sworn in as the rector of Hackney. This time, me at the front of church in a white dress. The bishop laid his hands on me. And as he prayed for me, I said, Lord, I'm in to what we're going to do together in Hackney. Now, at the time, these moments kind of felt scary, but they unlocked the door to so much blessing in my life. The blessing of salvation, of a family, of getting to be part of this adventure in Hackney. Choosing to say I'm in to God's plans unlocks God's purpose for your life. Because when we say I'm in, God says, amen. When we say, I'm in, God roars, amen. So the goal of the I'm in campaign is simple. This is how we say I'm in. Everyone serving, everyone giving, everyone belonging, and everyone praying. That's how we define membership of the local church. If you're a member of Hackney Church, you're serving and giving, and belonging, and praying. You're in. In the book of Acts, the biography of the church, the hallmark of membership of the church was, it says this, all the believers. And then again, it says, everyone served, and gave, and prayed, and belonged. You know, I I looked up the words all, and everyone. And guess what? They mean all, and everyone. Not like some of us or the keen ones or the super Christians. No, all 
means, oh, very short definition in the dictionary, all persons. It's not really possible actually to be a member of the church and to sit on the sidelines. That's an oxymoron. Faith is expressed through action. And what's the motivation behind this? Well, is it that we, we, we love running programs? We wake up in the morning and think, oh, good, it's September, let's have a load of programs. No, we're in this because we love people. We are all about people. As a parish, we've been on a mission to people since 1275. And as long as there are people with breath in their lungs in Hackney, we're going to love them and serve them and help them belong and pray for them. Amen. Matthew chapter 9, Jesus is moved, moved by the great need around him because the people, it says, are harassed and helpless. How do we respond to Brexit? How do we respond to austerity? How do we respond to the environmental crisis? How do we respond to knife crime? Well, this is how Jesus is moved. You know, Jesus reads the headlines. He is moved with compassion. When he saw the crowds harassed and helpless, it says he had compassion on them. And then his response isn't just to say, oh, well, I feel for you. He moves. And in response, he sends his people. He says this, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Let me break this down for us a little bit. Over the past three years as a church, we've seen an amazing harvest. We've grown each year by 50%. If you look at the screen behind me, you'll see the data. A, week, a year ago this week, we launched Hackney Church. Who was here on September the 9th last year? Just uh, wave a hand. Amazing thing is, since then, we just keep growing. You know, a lot of you didn't have your hands up. You're like, no, I, I, I didn't know you did that. We thought you were always here. No, this is a new adventure. There are now... Extraordinary things happening. It's beyond remarkable. I think it's miraculous. The, the harvest is plentiful. On every Sunday, there are now four services. There are over 500 people attending, over 150 people attending Alpha. Many stories of life being transformed, the Spirit of God healing people. Extraordinary stories of what God's doing. 222 of us are focused this year, building community, making friends, hanging out. Or take the example of Youth, wildlife, as it's going to be called. It's going to be amazing. We haven't even launched it yet. And literally, I'm like, I wish I was 15 again, because I'm so jealous about what is about to happen with our youth. Like two months ago, there were 30 of them in youth. Do you know how many there are now? 60. And they haven't even launched this yet. It's going to be so much fun. In an average week, over 900 people will walk through those little slightly awkward glass doors at the back of church to come and be cared for, to be encouraged, to be filled with hope. If you add that up, that's 46,800 people visiting, visitors each year. And what an extraordinary harvest God is bringing to this chapter. And this church planting. We're opening a location, as you know, in Leighton at the beginning of 2020, and it's going to be amazing. There's such favor on this. I went to see the bishop um, of Barking on Thursday. He summoned me, and he said, come and see me. I thought, oh, no, what's happened? Am I in trouble? You know, is it kind of all off? And I got there, and he sat me down, and he said, you know, Al, there's so much need. This is what we're going to do. And he said to me, I I'm going to do something that we don't normally do in the church. As you know, bishops, they tend to kind of keep order and be quite conservative. And they're, they're not radical. 
But he said to me, you know, rather than just ordaining you to be the priest in charge of St. Mary's Leighton and become Leighton Church, a location of Hackney Church, I'm not just going to ordain you. I'm going to ordain everybody. <laughs> so literally, in October, he's ordaining seven of us. And half of these people, in fact, more than half people, haven't even qualified as, like, they haven't done theology yet. Toby Thomas, who's here, has just started theological training this week. And the Bishop of Barking is going to license him in Barking next month. Seven of us being licensed. Why? Because the bishop has seen that the harvest is plentiful. Praise God for what God is doing with church planting. And that's why today we are launching the I'm In campaign. It's going to run all this autumn. And as a church, we're going to say together, if you're part of Hatley Church, this is what we're going to do. Everyone giving, everyone serving, everyone belonging, everyone praying. Let me break this down for us. Firstly, everyone's serving. Let me give you the headlines. We currently have 374 volunteer roles on a Sunday and through the week to make Hackney Church happen. These are opportunities for servant leaders to serve Jesus. And as of yesterday, we have an extraordinary team. 175 people are serving in one of these teams. Can we give it up for them? Can we give it up for them? Some of you are here. Isn't that amazing? Now, this is the fun bit. As you notice, that means, as of this morning, there are 199 spaces. Every one of those is a real figure. Maybe one of them is you. I wonder which one. The red one, maybe. Maybe you're thinking, that's not me. I'm not wearing red today. It's the person next to me, the guy at the back there. Chris, he's wearing red. That's Chris. Good for Chris. But here's the thing. You know, don't miss out on the privilege of getting to serve Jesus. Becky, one of our welcome team leaders, who also with her husband Phil, they lead a connect group together. She wrote me this note over the summer, and I wanted to share it with you. I asked her permission. She wrote this. She says, why is serving in church so important? Well, on a really simple note, people serving encourages people to take ownership of the church they belong to, which means they want to see change. They will make it happen. And listen to this. And when they want to bring their friends to church, they know it is a place that they helped build. Secondly, she continues, serving forms community and belonging, and it's so important. When we have a stable community, we're so much more likely to be seeking Jesus because we're surrounded by others doing the same. When we feel we're struggling, we're surrounded by people who want to see your faith blossom and encourage you and disciple you. And then she concludes, how else can we build the kingdom of God? If we want to grow churches full of new Christians, we need churches that are full of energy and passion. And keeping that up means everyone needs to be serving to create this and give us the energy to share the gospel in our spaces outside of church. Give it up for Becky. I mean, we can all go home now. Now, you may say, well, that's nice for Becky. I bet she's not got much on. You don't know about me. I, there's the, the house renovation to do. There's the kids' nursery. Yeah, there's a lot going on. A lot going on in my life. But here's the thing. You know what Becky does in her day job? She is a trauma nurse in the Royal London Critical Intensive Care Unit. So literally day and night and night and day, Becky is dealing with life and death, with stabbings, a stabbing last night. 50 meters from our house on Clarence Road. The Royal London, they arrive at the Royal London. The teenager, machete attack. 
They walk into the Royal London, well, they, they get wheeled into the Royal London. Who do they meet? They meet Becky. Now, you think out of all of us, Becky, when she turns up at church, we'd be like, oh, Becky, you need a break. Let's get you a cup of tea. Sit at the back, relax, put your feet up. But no, Becky has understood that the harvest is critical care. She's understood that this is literally a matter of life triumphing over death. How does she recognize that? Because she's a critical care nurse. She understands that this is the hospital of the kingdom of God. And so she wants to get everything she can. She moves her shifts around to make sure she can be here at church and serve. She said, I am in. I want to serve. This is what real leadership actually looks like. You know, sometimes people come to me and say, you know, I think I'm a leader. I'm like, great, here's the mop. Let's see if you are. Jesus said this, if you want to be great in the kingdom of God, serve. Someone came to me and said, Jesus, what's the definition of greatness? He says, the son of man came not to be served, but to serve. Right there, leadership 101, according to Jesus. I want to break this down even more. This is what we get to do on a typical week in Hackney. Young Life team. Currently, there are a, a 50 people on, well, 50 spaces on this team. There are 150 children right now. This is the second of our services today. There are, there's more. We couldn't fit everybody in. They've all gone outside today. 150 children on a typical week. There are 50 roles on this team. There are currently 29 people serving that ministry, which means there are 21 spaces. What an amazing opportunity. Or wildlife. 12 spaces. We haven't even started. What an amazing opportunity to help hang out with the coolest people in Hackney. Welcome team, cafe team. You know, there are 44 spaces. 80% of a person's impression is created when they walk in through a door in the first 10 seconds. I had lunch with Al, who's over there today. He said to me, you know, I I love being part of Hackney Church, but it's quite hard to meet people. You know, do you have a welcome team? Been coming for a few months now. The point is this. Could you come and just maybe help? Welcome people. I mean, look at Vera at the back, standing there. Welcome people. Isn't that amazing? I have Vera on the door, but Vera, Vera's on her own. There are 44 opportunities here for you to respond by saying, I'm in. The cafe. You know, you might say, I'm a massive introvert. I'm not musical. I can't really help. I can't talk. Well, can you make a cup of tea? Could you come and encourage? You know, when Jesus says, it, when you make a drink for somebody, you make it for me. Could you make cups of tea for Jesus? Creative and production team, 27 spaces. You know, we're building a cathedral of creativity here. If you have a creative bone in your body, we would love your help. We're looking for designers, for writers, for photographers, for editors, for social media people, for musicians, for schedulers. If you have a creative bone in your body, we've got space, 27 spaces as of this morning. It might be less to next week, but we'll let you know. Then there's the work we're called to do with the poor, with the vulnerable. And this is, of all the things we do, the highest privilege This is the royal box of activity that we get to do. The highest honor. Because when you serve the poor, you serve Jesus. Lighthouse team, 29 spaces right now. We serve on a typical week 85 people. And right now, we have a little team of 36 people looking after them. But we need double the number nearly. Could you come and help? Could that be you? And that's before I get into the alpha team, eight spaces. Hey, baby, on a Monday morning, 100 plus mums and toddlers who never normally go near church, rock up, flood this place. Currently, there are three volunteers. 
Could you help? What an amazing opportunity to share hope with people. Or students. Are we having launch students? Robin and the team who are working on this, there are 14 spaces to help disciple young people, encourage them. Could that be you? Which one are you? Now, you may say, well, I've got my ministry, and it is this. I've got this yoga, supper, dance club that I'm really into, and I'm going to do it for my friends, and that's my thing. That's wonderful. God bless you. But it's not the harvest that we can see God bringing. Right now, God is bringing a harvest. And the thing is this. If you're not helping, you're not helping. I mean, if you're not helping, you're just not helping. Do you understand what I'm saying? Here's an idea for you this autumn. Why don't you try coming to a service, come to one, receive, get filled up, get taught, get invested in, and then serve at one. Why don't you get fed and then burn those spiritual calories serving others? What that leads to is fitness. Come to 6 p.m. service. Why don't you come and serve in the choir at the 9 a.m.? You come to 9 a.m. Why don't you go and serve in the cafe at 6 p.m.? That's what church is all about. We're one team, one dream. We're one family. So the campaign goal is this. By Christmas, to see 199 people get the privilege of beginning to serve. Now, I don't just mean filling in a card. You know, anybody can do that. I mean actually turning up and starting to serve. That's when the harvest starts to really change. Secondly, everyone giving. Jesus says this in the context of the harvest. In the passage we just read, Jesus gives the giving talk. He says this, freely you've received, freely hang on to it. No. Save it up for a time you're less busy. No. Think about it and then forget about it. No. Freely we've received, Freely give. In other words, the harvest requires everyone giving. And my job is, you know, I'm just here to support you guys. I'm the cook in the kitchen. My job is to tell you what's on offer, what the deal is, what the recipes are, what what we're up to. And as a family meeting twice a year, we lay it all out. And this is the deal. Let me give you the headlines. As of this week, we have 145 extraordinary people who give regularly on a regular basis to support the work of Hackney Church. Can we give it up for those who give? And by the way, that includes the old St. Luke's, the old St. John's, Hackney Church, those who give by envelopes. There are 145 people only who give regularly. And the thing is, you'll notice from the chart behind me, is as the church has grown, as the harvest has grown, both the amount given has grown a little bit, and the number of people involved in giving giving has grown a little bit, but not in proportion to the harvest. So you don't need to be an economist or a mathematician to work out that we've got a problem. What it means is our current congregational giving right now is 371,000. But the shortfall, with all the activity that's going on now, over the next six months, is 222,000. That's so exciting. It means either God provides, we say, Everyone giving, we're all in. Or we pack up and go home. That's the truth. Can I encourage you today to pray about how might you be part of the I'm In campaign? How might you make a difference? If you're already giving regularly, could you consider 
increasing your gift as part of this campaign. If you think you're giving, could you check you are? Because, you know, to be honest, filling in one of these doesn't always mean that it actually happens. Your bank might not have done the transfer. It might not have happened. Can we make this a goal as a community to not delay, not put it off, but actually be part of the harvest? And then there's the restoration project. This is a unique season for us as a church, by the way. This happens probably every 50 to 100 years in a local church. And we're in it right now. This is it. Right now, we're creating a campus. This is being built right now. That's called, this is going to be called Prodigal Square, a statue of the prodigal son in the middle of it, a new public square for Hackney, welcoming people home. This is going to be the HQ of Hackney Church, halls, a hall, two halls this size for our kids' work and young life. We're going to have so much space. It's going to be amazing. We're going to be able to grow and develop ministry, showers for the homeless, offices so our staff don't have to camp. Each Monday morning, the staff have to put up their desks and sit in the floor of the church here. Quite often I find them leaning up against pillars and just on their laptop trying to make it work. We're going to have a home, a base to be able to grow and make things happen. And it's amazing. Part of this, the restoration of the Cathedral of Hackney, the iconic St. John of Hackney, built for 2,000 people. It's going to be reopened. and It's going to be amazing. But so far, 5.8 million has been given through generosity, prayer, and faith. And isn't that an amazing thing? 5.8 million pounds in little old Hackney. Can we give it up to the Lord for providing that? That's the good news. The bad news is right now, we desperately need help to finish the work. It's a grade two star listed building. And as we've started the work, we've uncovered all sorts of surprises or opportunities, as we might say. <laughs> the organ, for example, falling off the wall needs a load of steel to hold it together. The floor wasn't quite concrete, and we thought it was going to be concrete. All these things have cost a huge amount more money, as buildings often do if they're very, very old. But it's going to be amazing. But in order to complete it, right now, we need to raise an extra £150,000. Now, you may say that's only 2.5% of the building project. But right now, let me tell you, it's the difference between finishing the project and not finishing the project. Opening the church and not opening the church. Could that be something God speaks to us about? If you've thought, oh, wow, for years and years and years, I'm going to have the chance to worship in this amazing community. Looking back 10 years' time, your kids growing up, having a, a great time here. This is the moment we get to say, I'm into this. This is the time to buy a brick, to invest. Don't wait till it's finished and done. You'll miss out. You'll be kind of a renter, not, a, not an owner. Now's the moment to go all in and say, I'm in. Maybe God is calling you to give a one-off gift towards the building campaign. If that's you, if you'd like to, let me encourage you, this is the time to do it. This campaign is not going to be another one like this. Now is the time to give. I was explaining the situation yesterday with one of my kids who was asking me about the, the shortfall in the building project. And, and, and they were saying to me, hey, well, you know what, Dad? I've got an idea. I've got 20 pounds. And they said, look, let me give you 20 pounds. That'll sort it out. Now, I've got to tell you this. I know that they actually, that's all they have in their piggy bank right now is 20 pounds. And that challenged me a little bit. Challenge my thinking on this. Sort of summarize. The need is 742,000, against which our current projected giving is 371, with an operating shortfall on 222,000 and a building shortfall of 150,000. Could you help? Now's the time to say, I'm in. If you've got money under the mattress or Bitcoin in the attic, 
Or maybe you're thinking of running a marathon this year or throwing a party and taking up an offering for this. Every penny is going to help. It's not about the money. It's about the heart. God always uses hearts. That's the currency God works in. So that's everyone giving. And let me encourage you, today is a great moment to start. There are giving forms on your seats. It could be you. And then thirdly, everyone belonging. We're going to say more about this in the weeks ahead. There are currently 17 connect groups with 191 people involved across the city. That's wonderful. I'd love to see that number double, though. Why? Because we care about discipleship. Jesus doesn't call us to go out and gather the harvest. He calls us to go out and make disciples. And that's what we're into. If you're not a member of the Connect Group, can I encourage you to find one? They are great fun. They launch again for this term on the 1st of October is the first one kicking off. Now, I'm a member. I'm afraid I've broken all the rules. Forgive me. I'm a member of two Connect Groups. I have one Connect Group meets midweek, and it's with a few other couples from the church, and we get together and we pray. And, you know, pretty much every time we meet, somebody's going through something, and we pray for each other. We talk about it. It's where I get to cry when it all gets too much is with those people. I'm so grateful for that community. The other connect group I'm part of is the 10 o'clock midweek Eucharist on a Wednesday morning, mostly retired people. And I, I don't go every week. I probably go once a month. And when I go, I absolutely love it. I have a blast. Uh, I think of Alice, who brings rum cake. Alice is from the West Indies, and she knows how to make rum cake. Alice will be in her 80s now. But I'm telling you, her cake is mostly rum and a little bit of cake. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I would go just for the rum cake because I get to hang out with Alice. I get to hear these stories. It's amazing. Can you find a connect group where you can belong? Everyone belonging. And then fourthly and finally, everyone praying. Everyone praying. Praying is a privilege. When you pray your kingdom come, you get in the business of heaven. How do we pray? Three ways. Number one, on our own. Every morning, can I encourage you to read the Bible and to pray? Even if you get an app on your phone, get one verse texted to you each day. Find an email, subscribe to it. The Bible in one year, I recommend. Find a way of praying and reading the Bible. Secondly, with others. We gathered last week for Kingdom Come. It was great. We gather every Tuesday morning, in fact. This Tuesday morning, we'll meet at 8 o'clock in the morning here for worship and prayer, Kingdom Come style. And that's fantastic. It might be that... You want to gather with two or three people. Build your friendship with each other and with God. But praying with others is fantastic. And then thirdly, not just praying yourself, praying with others, but praying for others. Last week, we launched 11.02. The cards are available at the back. I've got my card here in my pocket. It's a bit more creased than last week. And I've got the names of the three friends that I'm praying for every day at 11.02. In fact, in five minutes' time, hopefully the alarms will start going off because you know you're praying for those three friends who don't yet know Jesus to come to know Jesus. I'm praying that, that they'll come on Alpha. The 2nd of October, we launch Alpha, 17 days' time with a party down at the brewery. I'm praying that each one of them will experience life, hope, goodness. And so as we come into land, in my life, when I look back, I have never once regretted the moments I've said I'm in. I've never once regretted the moments I've said I'm in to Jesus. They've led to huge blessing in my life, to fruitfulness, to flourishing. So let me challenge you today. Will will you join me in saying I'm in? Don't be a spectator. Be a participator. Don't be a renter. Be an owner. Jump in and become a member of the family. A simple act of obedience, choosing to commit to serving and giving and belonging and praying. Just try it out. See what happens. Imagine what could happen across Hackney, across Homerton, 
across Leighton, across East London, across the wider area, when we choose to say, I'm in to Jesus. The harvest is plentiful. Now is the time. Your life can make a difference. You can be part of something extraordinary today. When you say, I'm in, heaven shouts an earth-changing amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Hackney Church Podcast. Don't forget to connect in online at hackney.church and we'll see you soon. God bless.